This talk, Prayer of Long Waiting in Silence, was given by Lourdes Pinto to the Love Crucified community on September 11 of 2021. Today's gospel was from Luke chapter 6. And the Lord said, Someone who listens to my words and acts on them is built on solid ground. And he said, when the flood came, the river burst against that house, but it was not shaken. But then the Lord says, the one who listens but does not act, his house collapses. It was interesting to me today that I noticed the Lord says, listens, but does not act. There are two things, to receive, to listen, and to act. And I thought, how many teachings and messages from the Lord have we listened to? throughout so many years. And now the storm has come, my sisters. And the waves are crashing against the walls of our house, of our hearts, of our faith. Have we listened and responded to the Lord so that we are the women who remain solid in who we are. The message I used for the meditation of the rosary today is what I felt the Holy Spirit lead me to today for you and for me. This was a message that was given to us from the Lord and from our Blessed Mother. On June 6th of 2020, at a cenacle. I'm going to read it again. Let us listen and act upon it, my sisters. The time has come in which the principalities of darkness will consume the earth. The terrible day of the Lord. My sisters, every day, as I read the news, I see the darkness grow. Every day, there's a new mandate, a greater restriction upon the countries of the world. The Lord goes on to say, the demons have no power over you and my followers. My mothers, meaning us, the mothers of the cross, must remember 
that during these dark times, your prayers lived with perfect trust in me have the power to aid in the protection and salvation of many souls otherwise destined for hell. The Lord through the years has made always the connection that the power of our prayer is in our faith. And always he calls us to remember Because in the midst of the storm, it is very easy to forget. The storm can be so scary, so dark, so powerful, that it can overwhelm us and bring us to fear. And the moment we embrace fear, and live in fear, we have lost faith and hope. And then we act and react in fear, which is never the way of God, but it is the way of Satan. The Lord goes on to say, the battle is fierce. But my little one, you hold the sword of the spirit. The Lord has allowed us to know for many years that the mission he has given love crucified is the sword of the spirit. Your hearts purified, emptied, and formed as my victims of Pure love, one with my mother of sorrows, is the power of God to cast into hell the principalities of death. When I send you this teaching, my sisters and daughters, highlight that one sentence, memorize it. Here is our hope in the midst of the darkness. The darkness is not going to prevail. We have been chosen, created by God to be the women warriors for these times. And this too will pass. And from this great purification of the world and church, is going to come a new world order of God. The order of his divine love, his his divine will. That is our hope. And if we do not see and live the pain of this sorrow, always looking at the hope we can lose focus. It is in hope that we can live great pain and sorrow in joy. Then he tells us what to do. Give yourselves 
to prayer and silence as my warriors preparing and saving souls for the moment of judgment is upon the world. The Lord here clearly identifies how we are to be warriors. Prayer and silence with the mother of sorrows. In a minute, I'll I'll speak more about that. Do not waste time with any frivolity. For the decisive battle has begun. Pray, 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 pray unceasingly. For your prayers as one with my mother's have great power before the throne of our father. He hears the cry of the poor. Twice in this one message, the Lord tells us of the power our prayers have as one with Mary. Then Mary spoke to us. And she reiterates in the beauty of her feminine heart what her son said to us. And she said this to us a year ago. My little one, it is I, your mother. It has been my desire today on this first Saturday of the month to adore my son with you before this monstrance on that month we had the love crucified monstrance i was in georgia and we were adoring the lord in the blessed sacrament in the monstrance of the cross of love crucified Then Our Lady explained, it represents the truth of how this great battle will be won and the kingdom of God established on earth. The blood of my son as one with me and the pure blood of the martyrs through the powerful impulse of the Holy Spirit, will be poured upon the earth, bringing forth a new creation. My son's heart, meaning the Eucharist, is at the center of the cross. The chalice, representing my heart, And every soul that unites to my immaculate heart at the foot of the cross becomes one sacrifice of love with the Holy Spirit to the Father. This impulse of divine love will cleanse God's priesthood and purify the face of the earth. Remain little, innocent, pure, simple, recollected, silent, 
and in continuous prayer with me. Do not be afraid, for I am with you. Pray with me for the salvation of the world. I prayed, my Lord, what do I now need to be emptied of? I felt my impatience. But my impatience comes from my desire to want others to respond with zeal, knowing the great danger we are in. Yet they don't respond, at least to my desires and expectations. I need to wait through Christ in Abba with the Holy Spirit and Mary. A waiting that is extremely painful. The waiting of Abba depicted in the painting of Rembrandt. Henry Nouwen, in the book, The Return of the Prodigal Son, wrote, It is very hard to just be home and wait. It is a waiting in grief for those who have left and a waiting with hope to offer forgiveness and new life to those who will return. This is very important for us, my sisters. The deep prayer in our maternal hearts of waiting has to have both components. The waiting in grief and the waiting in hope. Whenever the Lord gives us a message, he speaks the truth about the reality of evil and the darkness, but he always gives us the truth and the reality of hope that his cross has triumphed. If our hope is not strong enough, and we enter the prayer of waiting only in grief, there is no joy. There's anxiety. And fear can easily enter. This waiting, this waiting empties us and at the same time consumes us. A painful waiting that is a slow death It's a death to self. It's a death to all in us that is not pure yet. As we wait through Christ in the Father, we are confronted with our misery. This waiting requires silence. I am called to live in the silence of Mary. It's a silence of living in union with God. 
a silence that is a continuous prayer. You see, the Lord tells us it is time to pray continuously. And our blessed mother. The continuous of the prayer is in our heart. It doesn't mean we don't do our duties of life. But it is an interior silence that we remain in, regardless of what we're doing exteriorly. That is a continuous prayer. A silence that is fully focused, attentive to each moment, to each person and situation. A silence of contemplation and interior work. The work of living as Christ's white linen, soaking up his precious blood, discarded by souls. Useless speech or activity can move us out of this silence of union. What did he teach us in the path number 101? At the end of that teaching, the Lord said, In the Holy Spirit, you possess me and the Father as one. The Spirit now lives in you and you in him. You are one. This divine dimension is silence. When you enter this divine union in silence, you must be careful to nurture it. Careless speech and careless activity can bring the soul out of this divine dimension of silence. And that's why the Lord said to us in 2020, do not waste time with any frivolity for the decisive battle has begun. I noticed in my own life when I came out of my month time of prayer and silence and I consecrated myself again to Our Lady and the Holy Spirit, that there is a different focus in my life. I'm in battle. Recently, I was invited to give a a one-day retreat to the consecrated women in a group in, in Mexico. And I said, no. I I prayed and I said, it's different now. I need to be focused on our mission. My main responsibility right now is to give myself fully to prayer and silence and to our community. Because I know that our community too, this little army of God will become smaller. And I feel more than ever called as your mother with the nothing that I am, but that God has given me the mission in my heart to lay down my life for this mission and to lead you in this army with all that I have, with all my life. This willingness to wait in Abba 
through Jesus crucified and his long waiting in the Eucharist is my battling for souls. It is the most intimate participation in the divine love of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit for humanity. It is the perfection of the interior martyrdom lived solely for love. My sisters, the Eucharist, Eucharistic adoration in this time of battle has to be our most important work. Nothing can be more important than that. Again, Henry Nowen, in the book, The Return of the Prodigal Son, speaks about the father's waiting. He said, here is the God I want to believe in. A father who, from the beginning of creation, has stretched out his arms in merciful blessing, never forcing himself on anyone but always waiting, never letting his arms drop down in despair, but always hoping that his children will return so that he can speak words of love to them and let his tired arms rest on their shoulders. His only desire is to bless. My sisters, Jesus crucified reveals the love of God waiting. How difficult it is, the prayer of long waiting. The waiting for the conversion of those we love. The waiting for a new world order of love. That has become, I think, my most painful waiting. A new creation. New Adams and new Eves. Nations that know, adore, love God. Meditating on the passion of Christ brings us to encounter God's infinite love in his grief in waiting. This one message has given me a new power, a new blessing to receive the nail of persecution as one with my padrecito. It was from 2012 and I wrote in my journal, Interiorly, I saw Jesus being scourged. I came to him and knelt in front of him. I placed my hands over his bound hands. His gaze pierced through my being. He then said, love bears all for the other. As my hot-tempered Spanish personality... (laughs) can feel intense 
anger of injustice to what is happening. I have to enter the pain. And interiorly, I see Jesus scourged and the words keep coming to me. Love bears all for the other. And I pray for the accusers. I pray for our bishops. Jesus said to us in Luke, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who abuse you. When the Lord tells the mothers of the cross and missionaries of the cross to pray with pure love, this is what it means. The Lord summed it up in the gospel. I have never been so confronted within an opportunity to pray for our enemies. It has hit home here in this casita. And I can honestly say that I am honored to live with a true missionary of the cross in which every day, We have been not only praying, but honestly giving our lives for the accuser, giving our life for the bishops, who for so many of them have put their priest really under the bus. We can honestly say that we have no hatred. My anger has turned into tears of love. Love bears all for the other. And that is all I want to do the rest of my life. And that, my sisters, is how we are warriors. How we're going to fight this battle. My insisting and pushing stops. And I accept and live in my powerlessness, abandoned in God's eternal waiting, trusting only in his goodness and mercy. The long waiting brings me face to face with my powerlessness, my nothingness. And if I keep my gaze on Christ, my faith is strengthened through the knowledge of his goodness, majesty, and power. And I end by asking you, my beloved spiritual daughters and sisters, to persevere in the work of waiting with expectant faith. Persevere in receiving the words God has given us and living them. Persevere walking together as sisters with Mary. Persevere in your accompaniments now more than ever. Because if we are not transparent and come to our accompaniment and isolate ourselves, we will collapse. We will not have the strength to bear these times alone.
God made us community precisely because we of our weakness. He made us community to help one another so that we can be the women in Mary of true godly strength. Amen. Amen. For more information on the path to union with God, please visit the Love Crucified community website at www.lovecrucified.com. God bless you.